Hello, welcome to She Said, He Said, a new socially distanced podcast series from Checking In with Matt and Annie. I'm Annie. Uh, We'll be picking in this series a subject to discuss and recording our opinions and reactions to those opinions separately. Though Matt and I will be exploring our difference of opinions, something we definitely agree on is that our community, our neighbors, and our country are enduring a time of great unease and unrest. Between the global pandemic of COVID-19 and the murder of George Floyd, further awakening us to the systemic racism and violence in our country, many of us are feeling sadness, anger, anxiety, and uncertainty. We're learning and getting new information every day, but neither of these crises can be solved quickly or without united effort. The Gross Point Public Library works to make our library safe and welcome for all, and we strive to be a place of learning, solace, and respite. Even while our doors are closed to the public, you can take advantage of our array of resources to get the information you seek. We'll also be launching a new Thoughts to Action book club in an effort to provide our community with a way to explore current social issues in a meaningful way. The more we come together, even while being apart, the easier it will be to see brighter days on the horizon. Our first topic for discussion on She Said, He Said is... I practiced this just for the podcast, so I'm going to put the phone down for a second. Oh, shoot. One more time. Star Wars. Uh, I had never seen Star Wars before. I'm 36 years old. I don't even know how I managed that. Matt and I have joked before that I somehow missed these big pop culture phenoms. Um, We did an episode where I watched Die Hard for the first time. I had never seen that, nor knew what it was about except Bruce Willis. Um, And also... um, I had never watched Frozen, which I watched for the first time um, during this pandemic. And also my son and I are reading Harry Potter um, for the very first time together. So I'm getting a lot of pop culture um, done during this stay-at-home order. So my husband and my six-year-old son and I all watched the original Star Wars trilogy. I guess they're three or four, five, and six. New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi. Um, There's really no reason I should have lived 36 years without seeing Star Wars. I love Carrie Fisher. I've read all of her books and all of her novels and watched all of the movies that she script doctored and most of the movies she's been in. I watched the HBO special um, of her one-woman show, I've seen the documentary about Carrie Fisher and Debbie Reynolds, which is called Bright Lights, which we have at the library, which I would recommend. And I also love space movies, which I'll talk about, but um, I had never seen Star Wars, and I have to confess, I did not love Star Wars. I liked it. I liked it more than I thought I would, but it didn't give me um, that like movie rush. I didn't come out on a high. I think the main reason for this is probably not George Lucas's fault, but Mel Brooks's fault. 
I grew up watching Spaceballs, and that's the first time I learned the Star Wars storyline. That was my entree into the genre, Um, and we watched it a lot. So when we sat down in front of the real thing for the first time, it was hard not to see the more the farce of it, um, I guess. Uh, It was hard not to picture Rick Moranis, who's like my favorite, under the Vader helmet, or to picture Pizza the Hut instead of Jabba the Hut. So I guess I came to it with baggage. Um, I already knew the Darth Vader twist. I'd seen spoofs. I'd heard and read Carrie Fisher's um, idea of the filming. I'd heard the fans um, discuss the CGI. So I suppose it would be equivalent to like beginning a new relationship if you already knew all the vices and annoying things about the other person. The romance was... not there for me, Um, which it just may be a timing thing. Uh, Things I liked, Han Solo's like roguish character and that he's sort of like a rambling man with bad connections um, and a good heart. I liked Leia's strength and her whole vibe. I liked the little weeby, jabby, jabberwocky, the little teddy bear guys. And I liked the relationship between R2-D2 and C-3PO. I thought that was great comic relief. I liked the second movie the best because I think it focused a little more on the interpersonal relationships and it had that like um, that like gangs back together vibe that I really like um, in heist movies. Like it sort of had, um, even though obviously it came before this, like an Ocean's Eleven twist, like round up the troops, we're going on another adventure. I liked that. I had really enjoyed and still enjoy um, American Graffiti, which Lucas directed right before Star Wars, which is not anything similar to Star Wars. It's it's about like a group of seniors the day they graduate or the day before they all go off to college after they've graduated or or move on for the rest of their lives. I love that movie. I thought it was so wistful and it really swept you up in the feeling and brought you there to that summer after graduating and all those emotions that swell up inside of you when something ends. I felt that feeling before I knew what it was like to be a college senior. Now, as an adult, when I watch it, I feel it um, again. And so I was really hoping that even though I know Star Wars is like a space opera, I was hoping, since that was the experience with that I came to with George Lucas's directing, that there'd be like an element of that in the relationships, but there wasn't. Um, and I understand he had a lot of story to tell, um, but in general, I feel it it was so epic with nothing weighing it down. I guess that would be my um, critique of it. Things I didn't like. That was things I did like. (laughs) Uh, Things I didn't like. I thought Luke was uh, whiny. And I get that at times he was a reluctant hero. And at other times he was like an overeager young man who wants more action and less wisdom. Uh, But I guess I wanted a little more bravado out of my hero. Or I wanted him to be a little more of a role model not in a moralistic sense, but in a, um, I wanted him to be more sure of himself. Maybe I missed that whole point. Maybe the first three 
of the trilogy are Luke getting to be sure of himself. And maybe in the future, um, he has that confidence that I was seeking out of my hero. Or maybe it's a different experience for young men to watch it because they can see like the everyman-ness in Luke. But I didn't, um, I didn't really like Luke all that much. I thought he was a little whiny. I know that's bad to say, but I said it. Um, I didn't like the CGI. Even though I'd never seen the movies, I felt like I could tell the parts that had been added in and I thought it looked unnatural. And I don't, in general, like the theme of redoing things. Um, or like, you know, making a new Dirty Dancing or I heard they're remaking Clue. I don't, I don't think... I think that it was an artistic in, in expression of the time and you should leave it be. That's my opinion. Uh, and I also didn't like the war. Haha, <laughs> it's Star Wars. I knew it was coming, but it, there were two. I wasn't interested in the battles. Um, again, I thought there was just too much big right and wrong and bad and good and not enough um, humanness and relationships and like intricate the shading of all of that. Um, to weigh the story down. I didn't watch the other trilogies, so maybe maybe that happens in the other movies. I'm not sure. Um, so I mentioned before that I love space movies. Two of my favorite movies growing up that we like taped off television and had on VHS tapes were Cocoon, uh, which is a movie about these old people that find this pool that has like an alien pod in it and they find that when they get into the pool they're young again and then the aliens they come across the aliens and Steve Gutenberg's in it and the guy from like the Quaker Oats commercials with the big mustaches in it it's a really good movie um, and then Batteries Not Included which I haven't watched in a long time, so I don't know how it holds up, but Dame Jessica Tandy's in it, and a bunch of people are about to get evicted from their apartment, and these like little robot aliens somehow help them. Anyway, those are... They didn't take place in space, but they're about aliens. And then other spacey movies I've loved include Apollo 13... Everybody loves that movie. Solaris, um, Interstellar, Contact, both have Matthew McConaughey. You can't really fail with those. Um, Interstellar is really great. And The Martian uh, with Matt Damon I saw. I saw Gravity, the Sandra Bullock space movie, in 3D when I was like a few weeks postpartum, and I almost lost my mind. Um, that just brought up... I was feeling very emotional anyway. And her journey just like brought up a lot. I, that movie brought up a lot of feelings for me. I actually haven't watched it since, but I did really enjoy it. And I know a lot of people talked, said that there were um, some real big plot holes in that movie, but I didn't get it because I think you've probably um, gotten from what I've said so far that I'm in it for the emotional investment. So I missed any plot holes. Uh, I also liked Armageddon as a teenager, and I love that Aerosmith song, and I love to this day Liv Tyler. 
I'm guessing that story doesn't hold up as well now. I, and I think even someone told me that Matt, um, not Matt Damon, Ben Affleck mentions it in the like director's cut if you watch, if you listen to his narration of Armageddon. Why would they train oil drillers to be astronauts instead of just training the astronauts who already knew how to go to space how to like drill? <laughs> that doesn't hold up. But anyway, I, I liked that movie. Um, and then another movie I just saw recently that I would recommend to everyone, it was so good, was Ad Astra by Brad Pitt. I read an article that said that Brad Pitt was like a character actor trapped in a leading man's body. Um, only to say that he could play, he was capable of so much, but he like has these amazing looks. And so he kind of gets trapped in that leading role. And they, and they mentioned this movie, and they were saying that he got the Oscar for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the Quentin Tarantino movie, which he was excellent in. Um, but that he also deserved it for this Ad Astra movie. Um, anyway, so that's just to prove to you that I do like space movies. But I realized after seeing Star Wars that the thing about all these movies that I loved was seeing humans, Earth humans, I guess, adapt or not adapt to space all these different challenges that come with space travel or contact with aliens. Not actual the setting of space itself. I realize that's not what pulls me in. It's always the human part that stirs something in me, like George Clooney thinking about his wife and Solaris and Sandra Bullock remembering her daughter and gravity, or the old people in Cocoon making the choice between getting their youth back and leaving their families, and then just like the power and the strength of human will in Apollo 13, um, you know, like what we can do when we all come together. And in Star Wars, they're all living in space or in this another galaxy far, far away. And you see the characters being tested, but it's in that really epic, broad way and not in a specific way that I can relate to as an Earth human. <laughs> um, I said this when I read The Hobbit as well, and I know it's a real crime to diss The Hobbit and Star Wars, much less in the same sentence. But when I read The Hobbit, I was most interested in like Hobbit life in the Shire. I could have read a whole book about second breakfast and like just describing all the scenery of the Shire and their little Hobbit relationships and that whole journey and battles that they were going to, I kept waiting for them to get back to the Shire because that part was most intriguing to me. I'm, I might be alone in that opinion. But with Star Wars, it was sort of the same thing. I kept waiting for them to delve more into the relationship. I could have watched like a Hans and Leia spinoff or like Leia's rise to power or Luke's complicated relationship with his uncle. I don't know if I'd be down with watching a whole just Luke movie. Um, or I could have watched like a day in the life of Yoda. I just wasn't into the battles or the war part of Star Wars. <laughs> I wanted more of an emotional quest. Uh, and I feel like there's so much meat within the idea of the force that they just didn't get into. But the lucky thing is that I'm sure there's probably enough Star Wars um, branch offs, things that have been inspired by Star Wars or Star Wars fanfic that I could probably get 
those things that I'm seeking, um, just not in the original three movies. So those are my thoughts about Star Wars from a Star Wars novice. I would give it, I don't want to give it a number or a thumbs up or a thumbs down. I'm, I'm going to give it a not for me. Obviously writing a generational saga and creating a whole world or a whole world of worlds and all the technical stuff that went into making that film is so impressive and I'm so glad that it exists. Um, but like Brian Wilson said, I just, I guess I just wasn't made for these times. Um, those times being long, long ago in a galaxy far, far away. For my two hours or four hours or six hours, I would recommend Cocoon <laughs> or Ad Astra, which are both available at the library for checkout on DVD. Um, again, Ad Astra is such a deep dive into human emotion. And my husband and I have a, a sort of joke when he falls asleep during a movie and he asks me, what's it, what's it about? I say like toxic masculinity because really a lot of men make movies and a lot of movies are about that when you really get down to it. And this movie is about space and you'll get that big, wide, epic journey out of it but you'll also get um, that interpersonal journey and what happens when you like give up the self for a bigger purpose, the good and the bad of that, which I think is probably a really good movie to watch right now. Um, and you get to watch Brad Pitt. I mean, it's mostly just Brad Pitt's face for like over two hours you can't go wrong with. Anyway, I'm supposed to be talking about Star Wars. That's my, that's my piece on Star Wars. I gave it a not for me. Thanks for checking in to the she said portion of she said, he said. I'm looking forward to hearing your thoughts, Matt, on Star Wars. And you can let us know on social media or email if you want us to tackle any other topics. Um, so thank you for listening to she said, he said.